Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Forgiveness, and was recorded on Sunday, August 21st, 2022. So, uh, I want to know who in here is ready to make a new decision to love bigger and better. Anybody? Right? It's like, yeah, sign me up. That's what every pop song is about, right? Well, that might be about a different thing, but, but, but we know we, you've heard it said, love makes the world go round, right? And we all want to be loved. And that's what we all, you know, see ourselves doing, right? Being loving beings and making the world a better place. For instance, who, uh, who, if, if I said to you, what do you think the world needs? And you would say, oh, what's the song say? All you need is what? All you need is love. Right. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. But what is love then? Right? What is love? That's really the question. And so as we're looking at our book, this is um this is our third week in a four-week series on the book Tears to Triumph by Marianne Williamson. And I so want to honor her as an author. And she's given us so much in the realm of uh, spiritual teachings through her many books, and I know her book, Return to Love, affected more, impacted more people spiritually than probably any other book I know. Uh, the Course in Miracles, you know, her work with the Course, and she talked about that in the book, and so today we're really doing like two and three chapters a week, but uh, we've talked about forgiveness several times, and I wanted to, um, I wanted to take time to really dial through what that means today. Okay, I wanted to dial through really what that means so that when we say we want to love bigger, we want to love better, we want to be loving beings, forgiveness is the highest act of love there is. Because what we're saying is I see beyond the physical. I see beyond what you've done or been. I see beyond what I have done or been. And I choose a higher way. In other words, I choose to live from love. And the action of that is forgiveness. That is the action. So as we think about forgiveness, you know, it's 
I think of it, as I've said, I think of it as the ultimate act of love. I also know that forgiveness frees, right? Forgiveness frees. So let's look at number one. <laughs> let's look at number one. We're already in number one. Why forgive? Say that with me. Why forgive? Well, friends, the purpose in life is actually to be happy. Some of us learned the purpose of life was to suffer <laughs> or to struggle. Can I have a mm-hmm? Oh yeah. Somebody say, oh yeah. Down south we have a we have a saying, we say, make it plain. Yeah. The purpose of life is to actually be happy. So we forgive because if we're in resentment, if we're holding on to negative, what? We're not in the present moment. Where are we? We're in the past. We're in the past. And so what most of us do is we're living this life right now, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever old we are, 40s, maybe there's 30s, I don't know, 20s. But we're living as if, we're living as if something that happened when we were 7 or 8 years old or 10 or 12 years old is happening now. And friends, in a grown-up life, in a grown-up body, to make decisions like a 7 or 8-year-old just isn't a good idea. Anybody agree with that? So if we're holding on to things from the past, that's exactly what we're doing. We're bringing the past into the now. Now, a lot of us do that consciously where we say, oh, no, this happened, and mm -mm, I am never forgiving that. And we have that option because we're not always ready to forgive everything right away, right? And that's fine. We all have a process with that. But what happens as you start to forgive is that more and more you find that those things that were so important to be mad about suddenly start to release a little bit. And you realize that the more you hold on, the more in bondage you are to the very thing you want to be free of. So we forgive to be free from the past. We forgive to live our best life. We forgive to release old ideas about who we've been and move into the now moment with who we are now. So we forgive to live our best life. We forgive because it's a good idea. We forgive because every religion in the world teaches to do it. Right? And, and what we know from some of our Eastern teachings is it's the great karmic cleanser. What creates karma? Well, we all, we've heard it called the law of cause and effect. In our scriptures, it says what? If you forgive, you will be what? Forgiven. It also says, as you judge, you will be what? Oh, boy. That's called the law of cause and effect. But so, see, if we forgive, we rise up and over that. Right? We're out of that judgment. We're out of that, you did to me, now I'm going to do this to somebody else, blah, 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 blah. And what we usually get into, believe it or not, is you become the very thing that you don't like. Because we're holding on to it so much. Now, it might be a different form, but what we're doing, when we don't forgive, what we're doing is cycling that hurt forward. So we want to forgive to get off that wheel of karma, to get off that wheel of, you did to me, now I'm going to do to you. And, you know, I had an experience just yesterday where um, I went by this uh, home where I used to live and there was a certain memory there. And I did not realize there was still something left that I needed to forgive there. So 
It was right up here. I couldn't, you know what I mean? I couldn't miss it. <laughs> Say, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting because just a few days before, I'd started some self-forgiveness work. A few days before, I'd written my 70 times 7. I was like, I just want to do that for me. And and then that came up. I said, ooh, I know who's next. <laughs> I know who's next in this forgiveness work. So we don't have to do it all at once. So when I say forgive, I don't want you to think, oh, I've got to forgive every bad thing that's ever happened right away. That's overwhelming, isn't it? No, so we don't want to do that, but we take little like bite-sized chunks and say, this is what's mine to work on right now, and I know that because here it is, right? That's the number one question I get. How do I know what to forgive? I say, what is in your face right now, right? So we forgive so we can move out of the past and into the present. We forgive to live our best life. So I want you to say to the person next to you, time to live your best life. Number two. Number two. So I want to talk about what forgiveness is not. Say that with me. What forgiveness is not. Okay. I think that's important because sometimes when I say the word forgiveness, people think it means what? That we're condoning bad behavior. We say it doesn't matter what somebody says or does. We just forgive. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. So but what, what we're seeking to do when we forgive is not keep holding this energy, right? That's been holding us so long. So it's not so much about forgiving the other. It's about releasing the energy that we took on from the situation. So I talk about it a little bit differently than Marianne Williamson. And I'm aware of that. And I've, I have worked with thousands and thousands of people on this one issue, working on a book right now, on this, it's called 70 Times 7, The Power of Real Forgiveness. So I've shared many stories of forgiveness. And what I know is, it's not about condoning bad behavior. It's not about putting yourself in a bad situation where you will be hurt again. Because that, friends, is abuse. The number of people I have dealt with over the years who've been told this by very well-meaning pastors and ministers. So when I was working in the hospital as a hospital chaplain, I was called into a room where a woman was paralyzed from here down. And the story was that her a boyfriend had hit her so hard that he knocked her down the stairs and snapped her spine. And so when I ministered to her, I had to read her lips because she couldn't speak. And what she told me is that she went to her pastor and her pastor said, forgive. And it was after she went back with the husband that that happened. And she said to me, please unplug me. I'm not saying go back into abuse. Never, ever, ever hear that. What I'm saying is we release the toxicity and if there is danger, we get out. 
Okay, hear me say that absolutely, number one. We get out. And if a situation is super fresh, usually we're not ready to forgive. Sometimes we have to get angry first. Sometimes we, ha- we say, no more of that. Then we get some space. Then forgiveness can happen. You know, many years ago, I was going to give this message, and I was going to be quoting Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and there was something about it that I felt like I was out of integrity with what I was going to say because it was such high thoughts. And I thought, I'm holding on to something, and I realized it was an issue with my mom, you know, because I'd really not been well protected by her in the way, say, that I would protect my own son. And... um Something about it, I I thought, I, I need to go call my mom. I need to get clear. Because what I started to do was write down the forgiveness. And something inside said, you're being a chicken, call her. You're taking the, you know, coward way out, call her. And so uh, this is when cell phones were kind of new. It was kind of this big bulky phone. And I thought, if I would... I thought, if I do this at home, I'm going to find a reason to not do this. So I got in the car, and I called my mom. And I thought, you know what I need to do is not even worry about forgiving her. Because in response to her not protecting me, I got really, really angry for a long time. I even said, don't tell me you love me. Because I won't believe it. So I called her and I said, Mom, I'm going to do this message tomorrow. And I, I don't know what to say. She said, are you okay? I said, yeah. But before I do it, I feel like I just need to ask your forgiveness. I said, I don't know even what for, just everything. Just me being stupid. Me staying mad. And she said, well, honey, that's already done. And then she said, but I'm sure there's things you need to forgive me for. I said, mama, it's already done. And it was shortly after that that she got her Alzheimer's diagnosis. And I was so glad We had that moment because when she died, we were so clear. Every time I saw her after that, she would tell me she loved me 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, constantly kissing me on the cheek. Honey, I love you. Honey, I love you. Honey, I love you. It's like she was catching up for all those years. Honey, I love you. You know, finally, that love could flow. So it's not my job to say what she did was right or wrong. What my job to do was to clear that negative energy I was holding against her because I realized it was hurting me as well. See? So forgiveness is not condoning bad behavior. It's not putting yourself in a position to be abused. It's not taking responsibility for something that's not yours. Forgiveness is, and this is number three, freedom from the past. Will you say that with me? Freedom from the past. Yes, forgiveness is freedom from the past. 
Eric Butterworth talks about it in his books often. And he says when we don't forgive that it's like we have a still beam like tying us to the very person that we want to forgive, right? And when we forgive, it's like that beam is released. So it's like we keep trying to move forward and there's something pulling us back this way. And so moving forward feels like a struggle. That's why we want to be free from the past. So we can just drop that and move forward into our next best life. Right? Sometimes we don't even know what we need to forgive right away. Right? It's like, where do I start? Well, that's when that daily quiet time, you know how I talk about that all the time? Like, Every single time we're together, practically, I say, are you doing your daily soul work? Are you tapping into spirit? Are you setting your intention? Are you taking a moment to remember, okay, I have the power to choose my life today. So during that time, just a moment of breathing and saying, okay, spirit, what is mine to do? What is mine to forgive? And it's going to just come right forward for you. I just know that. I believe you already know exactly what it is. But a lot of times we're scared to admit what the work is. And that's just the truth. We're scared to move into it. Maybe there was a loss in our family we were mad about. Maybe we got mad at God because we got a diagnosis. All of those things are reasons to forgive. I have a dear friend who's had health challenges pretty much her whole adult life. And she says, you know, I was mad at God for a really long time. And I realized I'm a type A personality in a type B body. (laughs) I just, I can't push my body the way I like, I'm not 20 anymore. And my body just doesn't function. So rather than being mad at God, rather than being mad at my body, I'm just going to surrender to that and see what does this mean for the way I'm to live now? Does that make sense? I thought that was great. I have type A personality and a type B body. In other words, I'm going to make peace with where I am rather than everything being a struggle, right? So we want to be free from that struggle. We want to be free from that struggle. And we want to move into forgiveness. So in the book, uh, Marianne doesn't go into a lot of the how-to. And that's what we're going to do next. We're going to talk about all a few different ways to forgive and um i've written a lot about it it's uh the book we're going to do in the fall my book called seven spiritual laws of release there's a whole chapter on forgiveness and all these are in writing or in print there but that book is sold out right now so i wanted to give you a couple today to practice that are super uh i don't know i was going to say easy i'm going to say super accessible and simple to do that will start this energy moving and help you begin to release. So the first one is called the forgiveness mantra. Say that with me, the forgiveness mantra. And what it is, is where you uh, just, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, no matter who you're talking to or what you're listening to, you simply have going in the back of your mind, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you totally and completely. I forgive you. You see how already this energy starting to move, it shifts. I forgive you. Do that now for a minute, just a whole minute. Allow yourself that mantra. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. 
I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you totally and completely. This is our mantra. So whether you're in the line at Publix, talking to a friend or loved one, you're listening, but in your heart you're saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. And we're going to just let this idea take us into our meditation. I forgive you. I just imagine us taking a deep breath, knowing that there is enough love for all of us. That as we say, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. It moves us into the space of the heart where we know God is. So as you move more deeply into this idea, just pray for a moment about in this moment right now, who am I to forgive? In this moment right now, who am I to forgive? So as you get that in mind, we're going to do a meditation of release, a forgiveness meditation with this soul that you've caused, that you've uh, called forward in your mind. So as you forgive this person, I want you to envision first a golden ball of light out in front of you. golden ball of light is your protection it is full of God energy and unconditional love and the person that you're going to forgive stands on the other side of that ball from you so as you feel ready just say to this person I release you I let you go I no longer want to hold the hurt between us I release you I let you go I no longer want to hold the hurt between us I just imagine that any place that this person was attached to you, that they just begin to release and imagine them going up into the light of God, never to return, 
And as they begin to leave, simply say, I forgive you totally and completely. I release you into the light of God. I forgive you totally and completely. I release you into the light of God. I release you totally and completely. I forgive you. I release you into the light of God. And now that golden ball of light expands and moves all around your body, sealing in this new energy that is pure love, that is God light, that is all good. So imagine as you breathe that you're just breathing in this God light, this protection of love and energy, this protection of divine light. Remind yourself, I am forgiven. God loves me. All is well. I am forgiven. God loves me. All is well. I am free from the past. I am free. I am breathing now into this present moment knowing all is well. Knowing I am loved. I am supported. I am blessed. Take a few moments to have your own words of gratitude with God for all the spiritual support you are receiving in this moment. And God, for this time to remember that there's enough love for each of us. We are so grateful. We are so blessed. We know that the one presence, the one power God is alive in us, moving in and through our minds, bodies, and souls, moving in and through all of our relationships. And for this truth, we give thanks. So we say together, I am so grateful. I am so blessed. Together, I am so grateful. I am so blessed. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.